What's going on everybody? It is 3 p.m. here in Chicago, Illinois. That means it's time for another live stream. Today is Monday, March 15th, 2021. Because it's a Monday, that means it's a Monday mukbang. Today we're going to be trying out a product that I've not tried before, but a company whose foods I've tried before. We're trying granola from 88 Acres, the seed company. They call themselves the seed company. I'm not trying to specify it. They call themselves 88 Acres, the seed company. Got three flavors here. I think I got like a mix pack of uh, this granola, although they call it seed nola because they're a seed company primarily. Um, we'll talk about that a little bit more, but I've had their bars. They call them seed bars, not granola bars. And I enjoy them of the all of like the ones that are like not granola bars that are like seed based bars. 88 Acres is probably my favorite. Um, so I've had, I've definitely had the cinnamon and oats flavor bar before, and I've definitely had the chocolate, dark chocolate sea salt. It's my favorite flavor of their bars. I think we've got a couple in the cupboard as well. I'm not sure if I have had double chocolate mocha. I'm pretty sure I have, but I'm not sure. But in either way, I've never had it as granola, so I'm looking forward to diving into that today. I'm gonna be trying it with some yogurt, which is my preferred way of eating granola. I like to have it as kind of like grown-up cereal in the morning. So we'll be getting into that shortly. But first, I do want to say hi to everyone listening on the podcast version, audio only. Hope you guys are having a good run out there today. Maybe you guys are on the treadmill because you're stuck inside due to a giant amount of snow. We've got a bunch of snow hitting us today here in Chicago. Not nearly anything close to what you guys are getting out like in Colorado, out in the Rockies, but here uh it was incredibly windy this morning for my run i never felt like i was going to get knocked over by wind before or that my footing was uncertain because purely because of wind today was that day so i've never felt wind like that before um but i i, I didn't get rained on so that was nice but then uh a couple hours ago it started snowing very hard and so there's a quick accumulation of stuff it's not really sticking on the main roads too much but you know, it's accumulating everywhere else. So we're getting some snow too. But anyone listening later on using this to run with, hope you're having a good run wherever you're running. Hopefully it's somewhere nice and warm and dry and safe. Uh, and everyone watching this on YouTube after the fact, welcome. Maybe you're here because you saw the thumbnail of the delicious looking granola and you wanted to check it out. We'll, we'll get into that today. But let's see who all is here uh, live. We've got Sarah Mim saying hi all listening in, but I want to mention I saw an online article saying that the river in Chicago is dyed green for St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, they did that over the weekend, and normally it's something that we take the kids down to, um, and you go check it out. You go check out the river being dyed green, and you walk a couple blocks over for the St. Patrick's Day parade. This year, they're, I think for the second year now, they've canceled the St. Patrick's Day parade. There's usually two. There's one like downtown, and then there's like the real quote-unquote Um St. Patrick's Day Parade, which is a little bit more rowdy. Um, and uh, both of those, I believe, are canceled for the second time. Um, so we didn't do that this year. And I think the dying of the River Green, based on what I saw on Twitter over the weekend, I guess people weren't expecting that it was going to happen. I, I thought it was still going to happen anyway. But I guess people were, were surprised by it because there was a lot of delight on Twitter, on like Chicago Twitter, about the river being dyed green. And, it's, and it stays green for like a couple of days. So I don't know if it's, uh, it's probably still green now. Although with this snow, that's kind of weird. Although not that weird. I would say of the Chicago St. Patrick's days that I remember, probably half of them, there's like snow or like just precipitation that's like sleet-like. So that's just how things are in Chicago. All right, Philip Bourne says, yo, what's going on? Rest day today. Awesome. He's trying to convince Laura the dog 
That foam roller and lacrosse ball are not dog toys. Well, good luck with that one. That's going to be tough. The lacrosse ball, I think, is going to be tough for the dog. And uh, uh, Jeff Elliott says his dog isn't always the best behaved dog. And she's a prey-driven monster. Uh, but she's never eaten anything that wasn't a dog toy or ball I handed to her. Oh, that's good. That's good. Um, my daughter right now, like my older daughter right now, is obsessed with dogs. She wants like a dog encyclopedia and stuff. So she can better identify all the different breeds that she sees in Chicago. And here there's, you know, quite a bit of variety that you could see on any given day. Um, and she's quite uh, excited when she sees a dog in the park that is, like, excited about a squirrel that it sees. So <laughs> my daughter definitely appreciates that. All right. David Prabhu's here. Says, good afternoon, run fam. Spence Holmes is here as well. He ordered a stride foot pod today and super anxiously awaiting its arrival. Awesome. Very cool. Very cool. I, um... I have a phone call, I think. I don't know if it's a phone call. It's probably a Zoom call. Do people even do regular phone calls anymore? With Stride coming up on Thursday, I think. It's not going to be for public consumption. So we're going to be talking a little bit. So I don't know what, I, not, I don't know exactly what it's about. It's not going to be that interesting, guys. So don't get too excited. But yeah, hopefully I can... Uh, I think I'm doing beta testing or something like that. But something's coming up from Stride. So pretty excited about that. Um, and Spence, you'll have to let me know what you think about the strike football once you get it all right will willing says just got in a long run i got a long run in last week and finished up at 11 30 p.m oh that's a late finish why so why so late mm. um all right martha says mike did you get the ba email about the marathon still pending that the state allows such events they're planning on a field size of 20k instead of 30k and registration will be 420 to 423 yeah i saw it today i saw a lot of it on twitter i didn't see the email but i saw it on twitter um, that people were excited that it was going to be 20,000. Because I thought that they had been kind of floating around the idea that it was only going to be 10,000 participants. So 20,000 is nice. Um, and with the way, I mean, we've already hit 100 million vaccinations, right? Is that the night number to quote? I thought I heard that number today in the U.S. So, um, you know, all very promising, you know. Um, I was thinking that there was not really a good chance that the Boston Marathon was going to go. But it seems like it's more and more likely now. So um, that's exciting. It's very exciting. Um, yeah, it's a big, that's a big field size. And then, of course, like people are getting grumpy about it already, which, again, you know, I understand the grumpiness, but it's also kind of funny, too, even though I'm probably just as grumpy as everyone else about it. People are like, uh, how many of those are going to be charity bibs and stuff? You know, and then people are like, how uh, you're taking bets on how much faster than the standard you're going to have to be to get in this year and things like that. So uh, it's going to be, um, you know, a lot, a lot of lively discussions, I think, are going to happen right around whenever that uh, not when the window closes, um, but uh, whenever like the notifications go out. But yeah, and also people are very excited about the fact that they're opening the um, the applications uh, on 420. People think that's funny. <laughs> All right. Uh, Jody's here, says, good day. Awesome. Good to see you, Jody. And Innes is here as well, says, hi, Kafuzi and everybody. A nice six-mile run with Pip in the rain after work today. Happy Monday. Awesome. Very cool. That's a nice long run. Richard Fredrickson says, I have two feet of snow in Colorado. That is crazy. Crazy. Wow. So much. That's just so much snow. I mean, I remember when uh, I remember when we had like like 20 inches overnight, or maybe it was like 14 to 20 inches, depending on like how you counted it, hours wise. Like 
I remember that just being so much snow in such a short amount of time. Like the the city was not paralyzed, but like the city was definitely like choking on it for a little bit. So like, I mean, I know you guys are used to it up there, but still it's so much snow. And uh, let's see one more, something about the catamounts. I saw that coming up. Oh yeah, Steve Arnberg says, looks like I'll get a chance to test out the catamounts today in Chicago. Yeah, I mean, that's a great snowshoe. I, I like it in the snow a lot. The lugs aren't that deep, but it seems to work for me real well in the snow. So I think it'll be fun for you. Have a good run. Um, all right. Let's get to the let's get to the granola because I'm because I'm hungry. All right, sorry I'm gonna skip over some of your chat comments for a little bit. All right, so I've got, you know, I don't have three identical size of these glass bowls, but like I thought I'd go like in a uh, America's Test Kitchen style since I've got three flavors I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with the flavors in like the order I think I'm gonna like like them better, saving the better ones for last. So I'm gonna start with this cinnamon and oats. I've had this one before. It feels very like autumnal. I mean, part of it's the packaging. It looks very like you know thanksgiving orange kind of flavor but it has a very much like a pumpkin spice kind of vibe to it um for all of these products they are all kosher vegan and gluten-free and they're also made in dedicated bakeries free of peanuts tree nuts uh, gluten dairy egg soy and sesame so for people that are um you know looking out for food allergies or other dietary restrictions um i recommend this company i think that they're doing a great job uh, and the product tastes usually tastes delicious. I haven't had this stuff before. Um, I have a hard time opening it though. Oh, I never bring scissors when I do these. Ah, can't get it open. The granola is trapped inside. <laughs> I'm really fighting this thing. You know, it reminds me of um, a Mitch Hedberg joke. And someone posted on Twitter the other day, like, reply to this comment with the first Mitch Hedberg joke that comes to mind. And I thought that that was amazing because I love Mitch Hedberg. I think he's hilarious. And uh, this, the fiasco that I just had with this, saying, like, you know, I tore, I accidentally tore paper incorrectly. That was perforated. And I was like, it doesn't say much for me, but it doesn't say much for your perforation. Um, but inside, the granola chunks are huge. I love it when the, I don't like when the granola is like real, like, I guess granular, but look at these chunks. These are big nuggets of granola. I love that. So we'll throw a couple, I mean, this is just a big old chunk of granola. And the thing is they're, this is not like just like, sh like shards of their granola bars. They're like bars are mostly seeds. So like, I don't know, it's just very different. So we'll put a couple in there. I don't have to put too much because I got to eat three of these. So we'll get it in there, get it in with the yogurt and uh, give it a shot. Mmm, that's good. That's really good with the yogurt. The yogurt mellows out. I don't think there's pumpkin spice in this, but there are pumpkin seeds. Every, every ingredient here is organic. And so like, first is the seed blend, which is organic sunflower seeds, pumpkin seeds, and flax seeds. Um, Gluten-free certified oats, maple syrup, organic powdered sugar, organic cane sugar, organic tapioca starch, organic espresso pressed sunflower oil, organic cinnamon, and sea salt. So there's no pumpkin spice in it, but um, the stuff that I find to be like a little bit strong cinnamony gets muted in the granola and especially then with the yogurt. 
and it makes it taste really nice. Mm, this is good. I love this much more than I love the bar of this flavor. This is a really good granola. <laughs> Steve is having success. Some people carry pocket knives as their daily carry, work, self-defense, or just to open packages when needed. Yeah. I think is like I have, you know, pocket knives and I'm sitting like on the other side of this wall as a kitchen, but I always forget to bring stuff. I never feel like I'm gonna need it. And then I end up needing it. Alright. Um not really Hank Aaron wants to know. Plain yogurt. It's the same yogurt that I had before when I was testing other granola. I think it was the UK granola. It's Chobani whole like plain Greek yogurt. So yeah. Um yeah, two and zero. Huge granola crust. I like it. I think that this you could easily eat it. Like some granola you can't have as like a snack. You gotta pour it into something. Um, which is why I started eating my granola with like yogurt, because like sometimes it just gets too like not powdery, but like it's too like you can't like you wouldn't be able to like pick up a chunk and and like eat it. But this stuff you certainly can. So this is something that I could easily bring as like just bring the bag as a snack. I think that'd be pretty tasty. Monica on Hindu TV says, Hi, from Jay Lee in LA. What's going on, Jay? Hopefully, you guys are doing all, all right down there. Jennifer Herring says, I love the granola chunks too. Yeah, granola chunks are the best. Like when my um, wife makes her own granola, you know, it tends to crumble up real easily. And um, sometimes, like, I find her, like, break intentionally breaking it up to get it into like whatever storage container we're going to put it into it. And I'm always like, no, 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 just leave it. It will break on its own. You know, just let it leave it in as large of a chunk as you can. But even this chunk is too big. You know, I'm gonna have to break this one up. So like, that's a nice sign. I feel like the granola is like that big. Mmm. Ben Y says, couldn't find the name yesterday, but found it now. The Asics Sarah Hall shoe is called the Metaspeed Sky. Oh. So there is the word meta in it. It's the, the other word isn't racer. And why sky? That's weird. Are we going to start like getting in shoes? Like now, and that like pro's been overused, elite's been overused. So now it's going to be like sky or air. I don't know, it's interesting. You know, I was watching the um, podcast, uh, the video podcast, uh, Doctors of Running. They had someone, I forget her name, but she's like the head of product design at Hoka. But um, it was a really great conversation, super cool. But um, one of the things that they were saying is like in, in Japanese websites and Japanese running stores, the way that they organize like the shoe walls is not by like you know neutral shoe you know max cushion trail you know daily trainer they like line them up by speed and so like he was saying that like if you understand japanese or use google translate i haven't tried this myself but if you use google translate to look at like asics shoes it'll say like this is a three and a half hour marathon shoe or this will be like this is a four and a half hour marathon shoe and it'll look like can i explain things that way instead of saying like speed workout or what they do you know 
in the U.S., which is like best for your fastest days or when you just want to get out there and enjoy the run. The Boston Nine, you know, like that, you know how they do it here, just like so vague. But yeah, I thought that was interesting. So it would be interesting to see, like, I wonder if, like, you know, calling it sky has some sort of different, like, connotation in translation in Japanese. Maybe we're losing something in the translation. Uh, ben Weil following up saying, the Metaspeed Sky will have a new foam called Flight Foam Turbo. There we go. I'm surprised it's not FF Blast Turbo or something like that to make it even more, like, like cumbersome of a name. Um, and Jeff Elliott says, the Metaspeed Sky looks like it launches at the end of the month. Teaser images are out there. Awesome. I'm excited. I'm excited. I got lots of ideas for it already. Very cool. And Remy says, just realized what time it was, got caught up making pizzas. That sounds like something that I would say. <laughs> Love it. Um, all right. People are talking about Wonder Quark. I don't know what that means. You guys are going to have to explain that to me. Um, yeah. And Inna says, I just saw a video on James Nielsen's YouTube that is Ultra Temp 2 split in each shoe in each shoe before 200 miles. Maybe a shoe to miss. Interesting. Mm. This granola is good. I could eat this every day for breakfast. This is great. So here's what I've been trying to I've been trying to figure out like kind of like how the different ultra trail shoes work. And I think what's going on is maybe you guys can help me figure this out a little bit better. But like the ultra superior is like the most crossovery, or if you want to go real fast and it's not like a super technical course, but it's trail. It's pretty low to the ground. It feels low to the ground. It feels very nimble. But it's also got a pretty thick toe cap up front. I don't think it has a rock plate. So like intended for going fast, but some protection in case you kick a rock. And then next to that, I think is the Lone Peak. And then, so that's like kind of like everything about the Superior, but a little bit more. And then to go even more like cushioned or thick midsole and just like more like stuff in the shoe, like trail hardiness is then the tim so is that how it goes i think there's are there there's only three right that's why that's how i'm understanding kind of like the ultra tra, ultra trail line i say ultra and ultra kind of the same i'm trying to differentiate the alt ultra with an a trail line i think that's how it goes so if i'm right on that i think i'm gonna i personally will probably skip the tim because i don't think it's a shoe that i need you know so hmm Spence says, I finally was able to order some ASIC Glide Ride 2 today. The GR2 Light Show were on sale in my... Oh, Glide Ride 2 Light Show were on sale in my size. Hmm. Very cool. I haven't tried that one yet. But I do think I'm going to get the, the Glide Ride. I think I... Yeah. I think maybe when I'm ready to pick up like the, the Fresh Foam More 3... I probably get the glide right at the same time. Hmm. Just, to, I think those will probably line up right well, right? I don't know. All right. Um, 
Oh, and it says there's an Ultra Olympus Max Cushion Trail Shoes. Oh, okay. So maybe then there's four in the lineup. Superior, which is weird because that's on the one end. But I guess Superior in terms of speed. Superior here. Lone Peak. Tint. Olympus. Is it a line? Is it a like a, a spectrum? Uh, that's that's kind of how I'm understanding it. I'm not sure. Rick Sutter says, what's up, everybody? Joining late and missed yesterday's live stream, but my, ran 20 miles yesterday. Well, that's okay then. That's quite a run. Good job. Awesome. Timothy Betts talking about the Boston email, saying he ran a 248.08 last weekend at the Woodlands. Man, speedy, dude. Uh, and it says, I'm 48, so I have 32 minutes buffer. I think you're good. I think you're going to be real. But can you use that time? Is there a... Is, I mean, I guess, is there a cutoff? I don't know what, like, the window... I haven't looked close enough to see what the window is. I would assume that you can use any time up to, like, the, the opening of the window. And probably even subsequent to the window, assuming there's still spots left. Although I don't think that there will be. All right. Um, yeah. And Will Willing says, is the Meta Racer worth buying for a 5K race? Uh, I mean... The thing with 5k races is like those that's a race that's short enough that like you can use anything from like an alpha fly to like i would say like a speed elite like from the sketchers speed elite um to like a rincon 2 or a hyperion tempo you know because it's like sh it's short enough of a distance that like you can kind of get by with anything but like if you're buying it specifically for the 5k i think that's where it's really good 5k 10k i think is like the sweet 10k is probably like the sweet spot for that shoe in my opinion i really like it i feel like if it had more cushion it'd be then a half marathon or maybe even a marathon shoe and i feel like if it had more springiness like more carbon then i would say it would be um like a great 5k shoe but like with the amount of like spring that it has to it and the stack height i love it at 10k but like 5K and 10K are pretty similar. So maybe I'm splitting hairs. Um, all right. Mm. IQZ says, anyone seen the Puma Deviate Elite? I used to think the Endorphin Pro was the most beautiful shoe ever. But, now, but that spot now has been taken. I have seen the photos of it. I haven't gotten any of it in hand yet. But... Um, it looks a lot like, see, there's there's the Deviate, there's the Liberate, and there's a Velocity, right? So there's two shoes that are called Velocity this year, one from Puma and one from Under Armour. And the one that's the Velo, I think it's the, I can't remember which one, it's not the Deviate. But there's one that's like the Everyday Trainer, then there's the Deviate, which is more like Max Cushion, but with a carbon plate. And there's one in the middle that's not out yet in the U.S., It'll be available for purchase like at the end of the month. And I feel like it looks exactly like the Deviate Elite. Because when I first saw pictures of the Deviate Elite, I'm like, oh, that's that other shoe that they're showing pictures of. But then they're like, oh, no, it's the Deviate Elite. All right. All right. Okay. This one was a little bit easier to open. But again, giant clusters, giant chunks of um, granola. Anyone tuning in right now would be like, giant clusters might be like, what is this? I don't know. It's not focusing on that. But I'm going to try that. Get those in here. This is the mocha. No, this is just the dark chocolate sea salt. This is my favorite of the bars that they have. But again, like the numbers are pretty similar. Um, and, and like the ingredient list is like analogous. The serving size is a one-third cup, 130 calories, 7 grams of fat, 
14 grams of carbs, uh, two of them from fiber, and then four grams of protein, a little bit, 110 milligrams of potassium in it, and uh, 70 milligrams of salt. So not, not a, a ton of salt. I'm gonna get some extra, put a little bit more yogurt in this one. And uh, give this one a try. See, how it goes. I could see like actual like chocolate chips, like little tiny chocolate chips in this one. Mmm, that's also delicious. Man, they're getting there's a sweetness to this that's coming through very nicely, and it's like it's cutting through the yogurt really well. I'm trying to think what that sweetness might be coming from. Maybe it's just the cane sugar that's in here or the maple syrup. But there's a very pleasant sweetness to it, not overly sweet. It's not like someone put sugar on my cereal. The chocolate is nice. I don't, I, I, it's tasting more like milk chocolate chips to me. Maybe the yogurt is kind of masking a little bit. But there's a nice chocolate flavor too. But overall, just a really pleasant granola to eat. Mm, this is nice. There's almost like a fruitiness to it. Like, um... Almost like a hint of, I'm like, a hint of banana, which I normally don't like banana, but like a hint of it, it's coming from somewhere. I don't know. It is really good. Oh, man. Sean Marshall says, yogurt and granola every day. It's good. I'm a big fan. Ben Notley says, well, I'm Ben, good to see you again. I'm coming back to running after a stress fracture. I'm running the London Marathon this year. Is there a shoe you recommend for me? I'm looking to run a sub three and a half. Um, or three hours and 50. Um, I think it would depend on the stress fracture and how you're feeling from that. Um, but if you're looking for a shoe with a little bit more cushion to it, um, there was a couple that I might like look at high on my list. Um, like if you're not looking at like a carbon plated shoe that opens it up in terms of things that are going to probably be a little bit easier on your joints. I would look at like the Nova Blast, the Clifton 7, the Nike Invincible. It just has a nice amount of cushion in it. I just feel like it's absorbing a lot of impact on those shoes. Um, the 1080 version 11, I think is going to be a choice that could work for a lot of people that are looking more towards uh, absorbing road impact and then they are necessarily like carbon springiness in their marathon shoe. So those are some things that I might might look for. Hmm, this is good. I don't know what's giving me that fruit sensation to it. Now there's supposed to be vanilla in this one as well, so I don't know if that it is. I'm just my palate getting confused or what, but Overall, this is really good. I'm so pleasantly surprised at how much I like this. I thought it was just gonna be like a bunch of seeds in a bag. <laughs> That's really what I thought it was gonna be because it's the seed company, 88 Acres, but this is actually granola. So like they got a gluten-free oat, um, which is nice uh, for people that are looking for a gluten-free option. You know, I'm not gluten-free, but it's just this is really tasty. It's just it's making me, it's putting me in a really good mood, I gotta say.
Mm. Seguaro half, uh, Affluent Journey says, the Seguaro Half Marathon confirmed for March 27th. Six miles trail, seven miles road. Which shoe do you take? Mm. That's interesting. I think it would depend on how trail is the trail, right? If it's just like dirt roads and or maybe like access roads, like crushed gravel, that kind of thing, like former, like a converted rail line that's turned into a recreational trail. Um, you can pretty much run in anything. I think that actually the Meta Racer would be a really great option for something like that. Um, RC Elite, I think, would also be a pretty good option. It's got those like grippy little lugs on the bottom. Um, so that's those are those are some shoes that come top top, top of mind. Um, if it had a little bit of hilliness to it, or like a lot of hilliness to it, then I might look at like the CTM Ultra Carbon. Well, that's kind of a very specific and a little bit expensive of a shoe. I feel like that shoe really works well when you're going to have like, not like I'm running at a pace, like a constant pace throughout the course of the race, but where the paces are just going to be like all over the place because there's lots of terrain changes and maybe uh, surface changes. So that's kind of like something else that I could consider like an outside choice. Or... Um, I would think, uh, you know, if you need something in the middle, something like the Ultra Superior, I think is somewhat a shoe that I definitely could race a half marathon in that was like part trail, part road. Or like the Terra Kiger. I think I'm going to pick up the Terra Kiger this year. I skipped it last year, but I think I'll pick it up this year. Um, I think if we head back to Iowa this summer, you know, the plan is if we can get vaccinated, we might try to have like a little Iowa summer there. Um, and um, if I'm out there running on the trails, um, I think I'll probably pick up the Terra Kiger for that. That'd be kind of fun. So those are some options that I would look at. Mm. <laughs> Mars says, hey guys, this is the ASMR live stream. I mean, eating, eating granola is definitely going to make some crunchy noises. So, <laughs> mm, all right. see what else we got here um rick sutter says gotta say that i love the scratch labs cherries and pistachios bars you tried unfortunately so does everyone else in my house i'll try the granola and hide it if it's good cool very cool yeah i mean there's been a couple of um snacks that i'm like oh i need to go back and get more of that um yeah scratch labs is delicious food the you can food i've been also really enjoying much more than I thought I would. I just would, I thought it'd be like uh, another entry into this market, but actually I like the Yukan flavored ones as well. Those are pretty good. Um, I miss the Stroopwafel. I had, I used to have so many of them when I did that big taste test of all the different Stroopwafel flavors. And I was eating one like every day during my, like my warm up, like during my warm up routine in the house. Like I'll be like, it's like I eat, it's like I'm eating cookies while exercising. Um, I feel like if anyone could like see me do that, it'd just be seem really bizarre that a guy's like waking up at four o'clock in the morning to do squats, body weight squats while eating like a chocolate bar. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, that's kind of like how I how I uh, been eating a lot of these snacks. Um, so some some of them I actually end up really craving and enjoying a lot more than others. Like this 88 acre stuff, I know that my wife's gonna like this, and I know that I'll go through this real fast. So like. I don't know. This is definitely one that I highly recommend. Jeff uh, <laughs> says, all granola all the time.
Rainworm wants to know, is this another granola mukbang? Yes, it is. So we got three flavors, all from 88 Acres today. I've had their bars, but these are their granola. They call it seed nola. Cinnamon and oats, um, which I, I like. I like it much more than I like the bar version of this one. The bar version of this one I usually only eat because we get a multi-pack. And it's like, yeah, they're like the yellow Skittles. But the granola I really like. Just tasted the dark chocolate and sea salt. Also very good. There is definitely a, something that's sweet in here at the tail end. It might be coming from the chocolate. I'm not sure. And then we'll get to the uh, double chocolate mocha seed nova next. Let's do that while, while I got it in hand. All right. Third time. Yeah. I got it open relatively easily. See, this one, the, the clusters are a lot darker on this one. Um, so I'm guessing what they mean by like the double chocolate is that like maybe there's chocolate powder and the chocolate chips in it. I just poured a big bowl, but I don't think I'm gonna have a hard time eating it all. All right, let's get some more granola in here too. I poured out myself like three little like mini bowls of yogurt thinking I would just like put a little bit of the granola in each one. But the bowls are like, they all nest in the cupboard, you know? And so they get progressively smaller and I'm like, I'm just gonna spill. So I've just been putting more yogurt back into the one biggest one of these and I'm gonna eat it. Let's see how this one is. Hmm. There's coffee extract in this one. Hmm. This one definitely has more of a, there's no nuts in it, but it has more of a nuttier flavor to it, um, like earthy. So more like, maybe it's more seeds that are coming through on it. Maybe the sunflower seeds are coming through a little bit more. There's definitely, there's cocoa powder in it as well. And I think the cocoa powder and the coffee extract are probably what's giving it the darker color. But I would say like this dark chocolate and sea salt one just tastes like a granola with like, if, if I were to name that flavor, I would say like, I don't know, chocolate chip pancake is what I would call that one. Like there's, there's I'm getting a, lot, a sweetness of something and a little bit of chocolate. This is the one that I would call double dark chocolate with sea salt. Like if I were to like rename the flavors to give you a sense of like where the chocolate is. So if you're like, I want to know the chocolate, this, oh, clearly the double chocolate is the way to go. But the dark chocolate one, when I eat the bar, I taste more chocolate to it, but the, the granola, it's a little bit of chocolate and a little bit of salt, but on the double chocolate one, that's when I'm tasting a lot of salt and a lot of, not that salty, but the salt is like nice. And um, I'm t definitely chasing the chocolate. But all three, very good. Super impressed. These are just delicious, really good. <laughs> Lee Joyce Young says, I'm getting hungry just watching Kofuzi eat. Yeah. It's a mukbang. I mean, you guys knew what you were getting when, when you clicked on the link. Sarah <laughs> says, I'm just eating some Rolo chocolate candy. That's one of my favorite candies. By the way, it's delicious. And Goku Runner says, mmm, chocolate. Yeah, it's chocolatey. 
I mean, I think that like they could probably go even chocolatier with it for like the chocoholics that are out there, but you know, it's a good chocolate flavor. Ben Y says, muesli isn't a thing in the U.S. Put some fresh honey on the muesli. gives you more nutrition and just as tasty. Um, I think we have something that's like it. I think I could probably buy, like, the stuff that, that people have in Europe. Um, or abroad that, that you guys would call muesli. But I think it's similar to, like, grape nuts here in the U.S., I think. Something like that. I suppose it could be. I mean, the other thing I could do is I could just make oatmeal or make my own granola. Um, and then I could add the, like more of the flavors that I want. Usually when I make granola, my wife, make, when she makes granola, it's just like maple syrup and, and the oats. Um, I don't know what other ingredients she puts in it. It's not a lot. And then, uh, when I, when I make it, we buy a whole bunch of nuts from a, um, a, it's a, it's a very boutique kind of company. They process nuts and dried fruits in a peanut free environment. Um, and uh so we have like cashews and almonds and and walnuts um and then we get dried fruit i usually put like dried cherries dried cherries and dried cranberries those are like two of my favorite things and then sometimes i'll put banana chips in there just because one time my wife bought like a 10 pound bag of banana chips on accident and no one likes them in the house so i just put them in there even though i hate bananas but that's kind of how i normally do like my, my own granola Sometimes I'll just put those nuts and the dried fruit in yogurt. That's what I've been doing the past couple weeks because we haven't had granola because I ate that you can granola real fast. But, you know, I I don't love paying for granola because the ingredients are pretty straightforward, but this is good. This is really good um, and a great, like, second best to making it myself. Uh, Dr. Josh says they have some muesli at Trader Joe's and not really Hank Aaron says it's great nuts or too, it's too hard. Okay. See, now, I of that, like, you know, I, I don't think I've had the muesli at Trader Joe's. But I remember growing up, my mom bought this cereal called um, Muslix. Um, and I've had, is that, like, that, is that a similar type of cereal as, like, muesli? I think I know what you guys mean when you say muesli. But I don't, I guess I could go to Trader Joe's. I haven't been to Trader Joe's in over a year. But I miss it a lot. But... Next time I go to Trader Joe's, hopefully in May or so, um, you know, then then uh, then I'll try. And I'll I'll look I'll look for it. And then uh, Goku Runner says it's Marmite. Um, see, whenever people say that, I think Vegemite, and I think that's two very different things. Hmm. <laughs> And Vegan Runner says, Vegemite is better than Marmite. <laughs> is it? What's Marmite? Is it? I don't even know what, the, what that is. Mm. Rain Runner says, we need a sound effect for muesli. A sound effect? What kind of sound effect do you think we need for that? Just for whenever I say that word? Should that be, should that be a word of the day for a little while? <laughs> mm. 
Shamar says, does granola count as non-fungible trade in the runner's world? I don't know. Because like at a certain point, then it starts to feel like bartering. You know? It's kind of like... I've been thinking a lot about NFTs. And I even made a joke about it today. Because I put a little video clip on Twitter today of the lake. The lake was real angry. With all the water and the waves. The water's still... Been, it's been high for a long time. And with the wind blowing the way it was, it was just, just giant crashing waves. And... uh I joke that that video clip's going to be up, available as an NFT later in the day. And I hashtag, you know, hashtag NFT. And then a couple, <laughs> I, got, I picked up a whole bunch of uh, Bitcoin people on Twitter. So they're going to be real disappointed to realize that that was a joke. Because I don't know how to make, to, to submit or do any of that to make a video clip an NFT. I don't know. But like the more, the more I think about it, the more I just feel like, you're just, I mean, you're just buying art. I don't know how, you know, I, I don't, I, yeah, I'm just having a hard time still wrapping my head around it. And I even, uh, well, and then the, the podcast I listened to today, the Ritual podcast that I listened to, they talked about NFTs for a while as well. Not in detail. They basically spent a lot of time saying that they don't understand it and they're waiting to see what it does. But, um, yeah, so like, I'm not, I'm not sure. I don't think, I think with like granola is not a non-fungible token. I think that has to be like for like digital things. So yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know if it counts, but like in the runner's world, it can, it's a valuable asset that you can trade or barter for other valuable assets or services. So it's, it can be a form of currency for sure. <laughs> Raynor said, I made granola and added honey before baking. Pretty good. Oh, yeah. I think my wife puts honey in hers, too. I, I, I keep talking about it. I got to get her recipe. But I have a feeling if I, if I get her recipe, it'll be the same as whatever the first hit is for homemade granola on a Google search. Dr. Josh says he's cocoa for co cuckoo for cocoa puffs. Do you really eat cocoa puffs? I'm not sure if you're joking or not. I think you can be joking, but I could easily see it also being a thing for you. Hmm. <laughs> Sean Margo says to eating clown with a running problem. <laughs> That's funny. I like that. Maybe if we do like a Ragnar together, we could all do that. That'd be our, our team slogan. Hmm. Witchcraft Lady says, any advice on how to care for her knit top shoes? Um, I would, I would probably, for knit shoes, I would probably avoid like all, all like the shoe cleaning systems where like you spray it with something and then you dip the brush in some sort of weird solvent and then gently scrub it. And then there's like a second brush that's even softer, like all that stuff. I just feel like it's really abrasive for knit. And so what I'd probably do is every once in a while, if, if you're worried about like stains and stuff on it, take the laces out, take the insole out, 
put the shoes inside like a pillowcase or they make like mesh bags that can go in the laundry and run it through a gentle cycle in the laundry and then let it air dry. I think that's probably going to be your best bet. Or you can just hand rinse, like hand wash them, like uh, fill up like your your bathroom sink and, um, and uh, just like gently like not scrub it, but like kind of like, you know, massage, I guess, the knit material if you're concerned about about that. That's that's how I would approach it. I used to hand wash my spikes because I had spikes in college. I think I had the same spikes all throughout high school, several years of high school and into college. I mean, I only ran in college for like half a year, but um, you know, they lasted a long time, but they got real gross. They, they stunk because I never wore socks in them. And um, I would have to do that regularly for the smell. Mmm, Affluent Journey says they have good music on most cruise ships. Really? I suppose someone with the YouTube name of Affluent Journeys would know that, but I've only been on one cruise before. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. I enjoy the availability to food and fresh fruit. <laughs> there was a plethora of soft serve ice and cream, fried food, and fresh fruit, and that like seems to be a trifecta for me. <laughs> If I'm if I'm thinking about having like an indulgent food weekend. Hmm. <laughs> Roger says, I like the granola from Kind with dark chocolate. I think they're called clusters. I've not had that before. Maybe I'll get that one next because I love Kind bars. I love, love, love Kind. Those are my favorite ones. One thing I don't like about it, I only would order them for the office, not at home, because it's not peanut safe. But, um, yeah, those kind bars are delicious. Maybe I'll try the, maybe I'll try the, um, the clusters. <laughs> Dr. Josh says he wants to do a half marathon time trial on a cruise ship. You could do it. It would take a long time. The The boat that I was on, or I guess it's a ship. They call them ships, not boats. The ship that I was on had like a one of the decks um, had like that's where all the shuffle puck was, but you could run around it. There were some sharp turns, and it was a little bit less. It was probably about like 300 meters all the way around. So it would take a while to do it, but would be nice. Like when I when I did the Disney cruise, we you you spent one day. You stopped on like Disney owns an island in the Bahamas. You get off the boat and you did. There was a 5K fun run, and so we did that. I don't know. Like, would people want to do like a like a run? I mean, I guess like, well, see, like people doing like you know like poker tournament like cruises and stuff like that makes sense because in international waters and gambling is a little bit different than, or is it, I guess the gambling laws that apply are different. Um, but like, would people want to do like a like a running cruise? That's That'd be interesting. That'd be a very specific cruise. But I bet you, like, the boat would be a lot smaller, you know, and um, it wouldn't be this giant of an endeavor. That could be interesting. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. 
Yeah, Lindroni says, it would be hard because the GPS would be screwed up as a ship moves. I'll have to go look back at mine um, because I definitely had, like, I found, you know, the, the when I wanted to run, I wanted to run real early in the morning, like, so that way I wasn't taking away, like, family time to go run in the morning on the ship. And, um, well, it'll, I would always start, like, half an hour before, like, the, there was an exercise room on the, one of the top decks of the ship, too. And, but like running on a treadmill inside a room on the top deck of a cruise ship was real weird. I, it made me dizzy. I have vertigo. So like it set it off kind of. Um, so I, I did some running on the treadmill. I tried and then I did some running on the ship and I not sure, I have to go, let me go look back and see what those GPS tracings look like. Ah, Frank Lillier says, I follow a merchant marine who sometimes does those drifting on the ship runs. Cool. That's awesome. Mm. Yeah, Affluent Journey says, you'd have to do it by lap distance around the decks. Try not to do this count. Yo, for sure. I think that I had the stride foot pod with me. So I think I was doing it by that. I think I might have set it like uh, to just like to treadmill because I knew it would be weird. But it also like, it sounds like something that I would have left the thing on for it just to see. I'm not sure. I'll have to go back and look. It's been a while. Clearly, it's been a while since I was on a cruise ship, but um, since anyone's been on a cruise ship, I think. But yeah, I'll have to go look back. And Jody thinks he's seen someone on running on a ship on Strava. And you get a spiral shaped line. That's what I would anticipate. Stevie seventy six says, "I see unhealthy people on cruises hanging out in the buffets." That's true. That's true too. Um. Yeah, there's something for everybody, I guess. <laughs> um, but, I mean, I'm concerned about, like, the environmental impact of going on a cruise. But, like, I, do, I did enjoy it quite a bit. So, it's something that we'll have to consider again. And let's do one more. And then I got to get going for today. Um, let's end on this one. Um... MC1796 says, hey, Kofuzi, how do you think the Azero Pro stacks up now that it's on sale for $108? Seems like a good tempo shoe option. Um, yeah, I think it's a great tempo shoe option. Um, it seems like, I, you know, I, I've, I waver back and forth on that shoe, and I probably just need to run into it a little bit more to get a better sense for it, um, to really nail it down. Sometimes I feel like it is a, um, like a faster shoe than the Boston 9. And other times I think, no, this is a shoe for like when you're going to put in a lot more miles than you would on a Boston 9. Because it's got, it's, it just, it, it feels like the stack height is so high on it. There's a lot of light strike in it and there's a lot of boost in it, you know. And um, it's an interesting shoe. It doesn't feel like a race. It does not it doesn't feel like a race shoe. I think the last time I wore it, I wore it for a, um, a VIA2 Max simulation test. Um, where basically you started out at a certain pace and like every 20 seconds you had to run a little bit faster and a little bit faster and a little bit faster. And it was great for that. So I feel like, you know, it, you know, it definitely delivered at a variety of different paces and speeds. Um, but I also took it out for like a moderate long run where like after like 10, maybe 13 miles, I was like, I wish I was a little bit more underfoot here. So, um, so I think that's where like it could fit in like speed work maybe in the half marathon or shorter distance for longer runs. Um, 
but you know i mean people i think mo- i think i kind of have like not fragile feet but i think i have uh feet that are a little bit more sensitive than the average person overall and so like you know when i look at a long distance shoe or a lot like a racing shoe i think i need a I, I look and prefer a little bit more stack height than the average person but that's kind of where where i'm, I'm uh, falling in on it but at 108 dollars, it's like half price basically so it came out at 180 if i remember correctly so that's a really good price i'm not sure if i would i mean like the difference between that in my mind though between that and like a, a good brand new pair of boston's though isn't that far so it's like like the Adazero Pro to me sometimes feel like feels like a like a a Boston Elite, you know, like a Boston 9 Pro. Sometimes it makes it feel like like a SL20 Deluxe. You know what I mean? So that's kind of how like some other ways to think of it. Um to help, hopefully that makes helps make your you make your decision on it. I don't I'm not like I'm not thrilled about like an Adazero Pro 2 though. Just to kind of like put that out there at the same time. Like, I'm super excited about the Adios Pro 2. The Adazero Pro 2, I'm like, they're going to make another one? Oh, okay. So, you know, so that's kind of how I'm about I'm about that one. All right. I think that's a good place to end it for today. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in for the mukbang. Uh, tomorrow's video, I'm going to talk about uh, not Taper Week. I'm going to rename it. I'm not going to call it Taper Week anymore. I'm going to start calling it Race Week because I hate tapering. I don't like tapering. It makes me anxious and all that kind of stuff. Maybe anxious is not the right word. But, you know, it kind of like, uh, you know, I get uh, not unsettled. I get uh, antsy. I get very antsy during a taper week. So I'm going to start calling it race week and hopefully turn some of that energy into excitement rather than like dread and uh, a lack of self-confidence is what usually tends to happen and overtake me on a taper week. So i talk about race week tomorrow. That's going to be tomorrow's video. And then we'll do another live stream. And tomorrow for Trivia Tuesday, we're going to play Name That Shoe. So round three, I think, of Name That Shoe. Hopefully, I'll do shoes that I haven't done already before. But I, I don't remember what shoes I've done before. So we'll have to see where that goes. But uh, there's been a lot of new shoes since the last time we played. So I think there's plenty to choose from. So tune in tomorrow for that. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. In the meantime, be safe out there, everybody. Thanks.